Well, good day, gentlemen. Welcome to the Man Inc. Podcast. I'm host and founder, Roman Asbill. My apologies. It has been a minute since I've put a podcast out. Uh, not that you guys sit on the edge of your seat waiting um, for me to release a podcast, but I do want to be consistent. I also want to put out valuable content and not just fill uh, the space with uh, words that mean nothing. So, uh, as I said last time, uh, my wife and I have been in the uh, fostering to adopt process of getting licensed in the state of Texas, and we just did, probably about a week ago. And so, uh, that has uh, had me stretched between two almost full-time jobs, and, and that process, something had to give, and it was the podcast that got put on the back burner during that season. But uh, as we ramp back up. Um, I'm excited to talk to you guys today about something that I heard off of someone else's podcast recently. And today's podcast is not going to be super long. I uh, hopefully uh, I want to do some longer form podcasts, but then I want to do what I what I'm calling uh, microbursts, just some short bursts of sort of actionable wisdom. And, uh, And today's Microburst uh, is going to be based off an idea that I heard on the Tim Ferriss show, another podcast that I listened to. It was episode uh, 246, and he was interviewing Jason Kalipa. Jason is uh, one of the fittest men in the world, uh, a title that was officially given to him. Uh, when he won the uh, CrossFit Games in 2008. He's an eight-time CrossFit Games uh, competitor, a three-time Team USA CrossFit member, yada, yada, yada. If you want to know more about Jason Kalipa, again, you can listen to uh, episode 246 on Tim Ferriss' show. But I wanted to focus this microburst podcast today around one little concept that he had and he was relating it to physical fitness, and it's called AMRAP, or AMRAP, excuse me, A-M-R-E-P. And uh, if you are into CrossFit or you work out at all, uh, AMRAP just means as many reps as possible. And I'm not going to be talking about AMRAP today in relation to physical fitness. I'm going to be applying it to all areas of life. Because I've, as I have just gone through a extremely um, time-stressed season of my life, I wanted to perhaps talk about what it looks like to apply this AMRAP principle uh, to other areas of, uh, of our lives. I, I feel like with, uh, with many men and men that I talk to, um, the challenge of being a husband, a father, a coach, a businessman, a friend, uh, a lover, and I don't mean lover apart from husband, but there are, but I, I believe I, I separate the two. Um, we can talk about that in another podcast. But, um, but there are husbandly duties outside of being a lover. And then being a lover is something that we should absolutely just, that we should work on as men as well. Um, But I believe that this AMRAP principle 
can apply to this idea of the many hats that we wear as men and the guilt that many men feel in not being able to wear uh, each of those hats and live up to the potential of each of those titles that goes along with that hat. Um, For instance, uh, we may be doing really good as a business leader, but we may be failing horribly as a husband or a father. Um, Or we may be doing good in one or two of those areas and not so good in the other. And I want to talk about this today because I feel like we carry a lot of guilt as men that each area of our life may not be up to 100% of the full potential that we're capable of at all times. And I'm going to argue that that's okay, depending on the season that you're in. And as long as you're willing to let seasons be seasons and not allow your seasons to turn into centuries. So let's break this down a little bit. Let's talk about it at the physical level first, and then we'll compare it to these other areas that, uh, that I want to try to um, implement AMRAP into. So as many reps as possible in the CrossFit world is if you're doing burpees, you AMRAP, you do as many reps as possible. So you work out that body part to fatigue. You don't have a particular uh, number that you're doing in a set. You're just doing burpees or sit-ups or push-ups until you can't do anymore. The beauty about AMRAP, and I'm not saying it's the only way, and, and listen, I'm not, I'm not a physical fitness guy. Uh, I work out, but I'm, I'm not the guy to go to for that. Um, but the beauty of AMRAP is that you're present in the moment. You're focusing on that, that present exercise, and you're not worried about whatever's next. You're exhausting that exercise. You're, you're using all the muscles that that exercise is asking you to use. So if you're doing push-ups and you're working out those muscles, I'm not going to embarrass myself, pretend I know what every muscle group that you're working when you do uh, push-ups. Set-ups works your core. I know that. Maybe we'll use that as an example. When you're doing set-ups and if you, do, if you were doing an, an AMRAP, I can't speak. Um, if you're doing AMRAP, uh, setups. You're doing as many reps as possible. So you're just you're basically doing setups till you burn out, till you can't do them anymore, till you have to quit. And normally we can do a lot more than we think we can, but nevertheless, you're doing them till you're just till you're done. It's not you're not trying to do 20 or 30, 40, 50. You're just doing them till you're done. Um. And then you move on to the next muscle group. But while you're doing setups. You are focused on that present exercise. You're not worried about what's next. You're working on that muscle group. Then you move on to to, uh, push-ups, and you worry about that muscle group. You're not worried about anything else. You're not worried about what you're going to cook for dinner. You're not worried about your wife. You're not worried about your kids. You're worried about a specific muscle group 
and you're doing as many reps as possible so you can't do anymore. Now, let's apply that to other areas of our life. What if we did that as husbands? In this moment, while I'm here being husband, I am present, and I am rapping. I am doing as many reps as possible. I'm being all of a husband that I can be. I'm not worried about being a father. I'm not worried about being a coach. I'm not worried about being the lover. I'm not worried about being a friend. I'm worried about being a husband. I'm concerned with this discipline, with this exercise at this moment. That's what I'm concerned with. And when that's done, then I'm moving on to the next thing. Maybe the next thing, if you're a husband, maybe that leads into being a lover. And then you're worried about that, and you're doing, ha, no pun intended, as many reps as possible, um, until that exercise or that discipline is done. And then when that's done, you're moving on to the next thing. Maybe you're then moving into the role of father. And see, it's not on a linear list. It's more uh, cyclical. So it's always in the circle. And at any given time, you can pull out and, and do the other job that you need to do. But you're doing as many reps as possible. And you're not allowing yourself to get overwhelmed like oftentimes happens when we have a linear list. Because if you ask the average man, what's the most important thing in your life? Well, if if you have any spirituality to you, you have to say God, right? Well, God's the most important thing. Of course he is. But is he always number one on the list? If it's a linear list, he's always number one. Nothing else gets more of your time. Nothing else gets more of your dedication than God. And that's not true in most men's lives. Most men spend far more time at work and with their wives than they do with God. But if you have a cyclical worldview, then God is at the center of everything you do. He's at center of the circle. And then like a spoke or a wagon wheel, everything goes out from there into everything else. Okay? But if you have this linear list, then what if you need to what if husband's the number one? Oh, but if husband's number one, then what about father? Well, that's number two. Okay, well, so now you're focusing on the number two thing. Well, isn't that the most important thing? Shouldn't number two, shouldn't be being a father be the number one thing in the moment that you're working on it? But it's not. If number one is husband, then you always feel guilty when you're working on number two. Or what about number three or four or five? I mean, your job's definitely important, but I mean, on a scale of, of really important things, if your job's way down the list... Uh, when you're working, if, if work is number four or five on your list, if it comes after God, wife, kids, if it's then four or five on your list, then it never gets the attention that it really needs. Or, or if your job's number one, then your wife and your kids never really get the attention they need, and you always have this guilt, always this impending doom guilt that you cannot live up to this linear list that we have in our head as Westerners. But it's cyclical, not linear. And so when you're focused on being a husband, be 100% focused on being a husband. When you are a father, be 100% focused on your father. You're not being a husband right now. You're being a dad. 
and you're 100% focused on that. And then when you're being uh, a coach, when you're mentoring people, when you're in, uh, when you, when, if you're a business owner, when you, when you have that hat on, then you're focused on 100% being the best business owner that you can be. And you're focused on that. And you're not focused on being a husband or a father because something's going to get cheated. And we have to stop this guilt and this condemnation that comes along with being a man when this linear list gets thrown off and something else has to be put at number one at the moment. It doesn't mean it's number one overall, but while I'm doing as many reps possible, this thing is my focus, and I'm not apologizing. While I'm doing setups, I'm not apologizing that I'm not doing push-ups. It's time for sit-ups. So I want to end with sort of making, I want you to think, and I want you to, I don't, I want to get us, help us get past this idea of feeling guilty for the impossible. You cannot effectively do or be two places at the same time and do them both well. It's like when you overbook your schedule and you've, you've placed two things in the exact same place. Uh, maybe you have, maybe you double booked and you have two appointments at one o'clock. Guess what? You can't be at both places. Now, should you feel sorry that you double booked? Sure. But I'm using this as an example. You can't be two places at once. So let's just say you have a one o'clock appointment and then someone else comes up to you and they ask you two days later, hey, um, could you do a one o'clock on Wednesday? And it's Tuesday. They say, could you do a a one o'clock on Wednesday? And you say, no, I already have a one o'clock. And they go, oh. And you feel that slight manipulation. You're like, oh, maybe I should do that one o'clock. Guess what? You can't be two places at once. AMRAP, many reps as possible. You're going to give your one o'clock appointment, your all of your time, and you're going to be present at that one o'clock. And you're not going to feel guilty because you can't be two places at once. That's scientifically impossible. So why would you feel guilty for something that is impossible? But we do. And it's ridiculous. And we need to stop. Okay? So, gentlemen, I want you to work on that discipline of AMRAP. Being present. Doing as many reps possible in that moment. And then moving on to the next muscle group. And not feeling guilty that we're not worried about anything else at that time. But being singularly focused on one thing at a time and doing it well and not feeling guilty that we can't be everywhere at once doing all things well at 100%. I don't know who started the lie that we can do it. It's not possible. Now, gentlemen, go be dangerous. (laughs) 